So, are we recording? Okay, now it's working. We are celebrating today, Riding the Wild Bubble. This podcast has been accepted on Pandora, so that's a really cool thing. And um, I'm really happy because... Pandora is important. And, um, so I was thinking about what do I do for my Maiden Pandora podcast. And I remember that I have not finished talking about my album, One Man's Opinion of Moonlight, which was re- released in f- February. And here we are in July... So that's what, five months. Well, a lot has happened since then, hasn't it? I remember the the uh, the party for the release party three weeks before the lockdown. I mean, it's, it seems like another universe, a million years ago. So, So and then I um, so yeah so I thought I would just continue and and now we're we're getting into the last three songs uh, today we're going to talk about David Bowie's Quicksand, um, which was actually a replacement song. Uh, originally I was going to do Word on a Wing from his album Station to Station and Rick Beretta. Um, my friend and producer and advisor um, just he nixed it. He said, no, it's not right. Um, it's not working. And he, had, and he was right. Uh, I have since figured out how to make it work, but it, it, it was just uh, recent that I did. And it will be on the next album of covers. Maybe I'll do it on here one day. So I went through a process of trying to find a replacement uh, song for uh, you know, Word on a Wing. And I thought of, I tried uh, Heroes out, his song, and uh, it was okay. But it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like doing Louie Louie now, right? Everybody does it. I didn't really bring anything new to it. I just slowed it down and turned it into a kind of a Knox-type ballad. It was okay, but... Uh, Then I thought about Simon and Garfunkel's America, and that was actually a good idea, but I just, for whatever reason, I couldn't get that song to where I wanted it. And I did want a David Bowie song. I uh, thought about the man who sold the uh, the world, uh, which was okay. But then I thought of quicksand one day, and I and I just loved that song. I remember the first time listening to Hunky Dory. Uh, it was 1972. The album was a little less than a year old. I had just seen him performing at Winterland as Ziggy Stardust. 
That was my introduction to David Bowie. And my mind was still blown. I got Ziggy Stardust right away, and then I got the next album, Going Backwards, which was Hunky Dory, and I remember sitting there, and luckily I had a lyric sheet, and uh, I mean, that album opened with Changes, and then, what was it, Oh You Pretty Things, and Life on Mars, and uh, Eight Line Poem, and, uh, and by the time we got to the last song on the first side, my mind was pretty well blown. I'm frightened by the total goal Drawing to the ragged hole And I ain't got the power anymore No, I ain't got the power anymore I used to sit and listen to that album over and over and over, reading the lyrics, and uh, that's, what, that's what we did back then. We would read the lyrics, and uh, he knew how to write lyrics. And, and Quicksand was a very strange song. It, um, uh, it had allusions to Himmler and... Alistair Crowley. Uh, I mean, it starts out, I'm closer to the Golden Dawn immersed in Crowley's uniform of imagery. And the Golden Dawn was a system of magic in the late 19th century Britain, which sought to endow its users with uh, supernatural understanding and capabilities uh, through, uh, you know, education, rituals, and other methods, you know. It was a lush and beautiful production as well with Rick Wakeman playing piano throughout the album and Mick Ronson's incredible string arrangements. I still maintain Mick Ronson was Bowie's greatest collaborator. Um, and I, you know, for whatever reason, I just, you know, that when he got to that, that first pre-chorus, um, what is it? Uh, uh, I'm frightened by the total goal, goal, drawing to the ragged hole, and I ain't got the power anymore. I, I was 22 years old. For whatever reason, that spoke to me. I, I don't know. You know, we'd come out of the 60s, and... Uh, we had not changed the world. The revolution was over, and we had lost. Uh, Bowie brought new hope and kind of an awareness. Um, and uh, 
And then when he got to the, the real course about don't believe in yourself, don't deceive with belief. Knowledge comes with death's release. Um, you know, that spoke to me too. I mean, that was his Buddhist uh, teachings. He, he entertained, however briefly, uh, the thought of becoming a monk, a uh, Buddhist monk. And he was always a seeker. Um, probably not so much in the years of his drug addiction and um, alcoholism. But, uh, you know, I've, that's just a different kind of way to go into the abyss. Uh, the problem with drugs and alcohol is you go into the, the abyss, you fall into the abyss, and most people don't make it back out. He did. He had 25 years of sobriety when he, when he died. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just I could relate to the feeling of powerlessness. And clearly the, the thought resonates or has resonated with millions of people around the world. But nobody was really writing songs like this at the time. I mean, he, he really came just out of, you know, from another place. No surprise there. Uh, obviously, it's been covered any number of times. I went on YouTube to look at a number uh, for some covers to share. Uh, the first one I want to share is, uh, I think it's by someone called Reem. And she's in the uh, you know television singer contest Amy Winehouse uh, emulation category. So here it is. Was that weird thing she did at the end of more anyway another case of uh, vocal acrobatics that have nothing to do with the emotion of the song singers don't understand most singers don't understand what their job is at all uh, so so next up is dinosaur junior and uh, they changed the lyrics and they probably should be shot. Uh, I don't, and they're trying to be clever, I think. I mean, this kind of uh, flaming lips type of clever. Uh, I hate flaming lips, too. I mean, they're just, it's all, they're just always so cute and precious and self-aware. Again, it's not your job to do. Nobody cares about that, how clever you are. I guess some people do, obviously, but think about Dinosaur Jr., uh, this t song, anyway, and I don't know anything about, uh, else about them, is they're a bunch of weenies. I mean, there's this whole school of weenie rock. I mean, they call it indie rock and all this bullshit. It should be called weenie rock. And uh, so take a listen. 
Don't worry, it's going to get better. I'm closer to the golden dawn I can't believe the wagon's gone It's history I'm living in a callous realm Where others seem to dig it Just too much reality I'm frightened by the total goal I ain't got the wagon anymore. I'm sorry, that demands summary execution. I don't, what are people thinking? I guess there's this whole thing where, I don't know, I'm just, I can't relate. It's not cute, not clever, not smart, no balls, doesn't mean anything. I'm sure they're being ironic. Well, fuck irony. We don't have time for irony anymore. Didn't back then, don't now. So, Okay, coming up is Temple of the Dog. I think Scott Weiland is the singer. I think, was he a Stone Temple pilot? This is very loud, and it's, I don't know, don't, doesn't do much for me, but. Sure, I'm sure they had their fans. It's kind of a nice rock and roll take of the song. Not anything that exactly speaks to me. So, about the best, well, one of the best versions I found is Seal covering it. Very faithful to the original. It was recorded live uh, with a very nice... uh, uh, you know, backing band and uh, chamber orchestra. And, uh, you know, he's got that great voice. Because I'm sinking in the quicksand of my thoughts. Well, that little funkified stutter bass line the guy was doing, um, 
adds nothing. I don't know. I don't see the song as like a blank canvas that everybody can apply their own, this some kind of, uh, there are, there are songs like that that are just, you know, open are open to massive reinterpretations, uh, but uh, massively different interpretations. But I don't see quicksand as that, but what can I, you know, who am I? <laughs> just, just another artiste with an opinion. No, no can be. Actually, my favorite cover version uh, is from David Bowie himself when he opened with the song in his, on his tour in, I think it was 90, 1997 or 98, and he, he opened with an acoustic version of it, and it was really a wonderful uh, way to open the show. Um, it's uh, not a typical type kind of show opener. Usually you want something upbeat that really grabs attention. But, of course, it was quicksand. It was David Bowie fans. Anyway, uh, here's a sample. Uh, it was very cool. I remember. It was a very pleasant surprise and uh, a wonderful version. Well, that's interesting. It sounds like uh, they put voice doubling on his vocal uh, live, in parts of it anyway, which is interesting because I used it on uh, my version. And uh, it was sort of an afterthought, and I, I suggested to Reto, the engineer, let's give it a try. We really like the effect. I mean, we only used it in the chorus, you know, Don't Believe in Yourself. But it, I thought it really worked. And it's not too overbearing. But I had no idea that they was used in the, that he used it in, in this recording from, what, 22, 23 years ago. Well, great minds, you know. So here is my version. Uh, I worked out a acoustic guitar 
nylon string guitar finger picking thing to do and I, I think it works really well. Um, I'm very happy with it. Um, I think it's the best cover version there is. I don't mind saying, listening to everybody else, I'm, there are a bunch of others on YouTube, but varying degrees of you know, somewhat competent to purely awful. But uh, So um, I hope you like the song. And uh, yeah, it's available on iTunes, the album. Uh, I'm, I just, my album, it just got on Pandora and uh, all the streaming services. And um, there's a, we made a great video for it, directed by Nero Nava. Did a fantastic job. You can find that on my website, knoxbronson.com. It's on the front page. You can't miss it. And it's really a wonderful uh, video. Really happy with it. So here is the song itself. And I want to thank uh, Reto Peter for just you know great engineering and, you know, being like a co-producer on, on this and most of the other songs on the album. So here it is. Closer to the golden dawn Immersed in Crowley's uniform Of imagery I'm living in a silent film Portraying Himmler's sacred realm Of dream reality I'm frightened by the total goal I'm drawing to the ragged hole And I ain't got the power anymore No, I ain't got the power anymore I'm the twisted name on Garbo's eyes I'm living proof of Churchill's lies I'm destiny I'm torn between the light and dark Where others see their targets Divine symmetry Should I kiss the viper's fang or herald loud the death of man I'm sinking in the quicksand of my thoughts And I ain't got the power anymore Don't believe in yourself Don't deceive with belief 
which comes with death's release. Just a mortal with potential of a superman. I'm living on. I'm tethered to the logic of Homo sapien. Can't take my eyes from the great salvation of bullshit faith. And if I don't explain what you want to know. You can tell me all about it on the next Bordeaux. I'm sinking in the quicksand of my thought, and I ain't got the power anymore. Don't believe in yourself. Comes with death's release. Oh, oh, don't believe in yourself. Don't deceive with belief. Knowledge comes with death's release. have it. Um, while I was listening to that, I found this thing online. Where is it? This guy writing about it said, it seems that our modern attachment to scientific materialism has become a filter which limits our minds. Even Transcendent art that passes through it is transformed into nihilistic pop kitsch. David Bowie and many of the artists we all love did not see the world through that filter. They saw a world of endless secrets and possibilities. They saw chaos teeming with the potential for creation. They saw magic and the transformation of humanity through the filters of their art. It is a shame that so many of those messages are lost. Translated into something that goes against the intentions of the artists themselves. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they listen to some of the cover versions I we've listened to today. Uh, here and he goes on. We have forgotten that artists are teachers. Every bit as important as scientists. Well, yeah. Freud said, "Every everywhere I go, a poet got there before me." So. That's pretty much it. I'm going to do two more songs. There are two more coming back to me, and then my song popped down the years. And then we're done with, with that album. And then, you know, I released a single a couple of weeks ago, so I, I need to talk about that. All right, coming soon to a 
podcast platform near you. Or my website, of course. Uh, this is Knox, riding the wild bubble with you forever. Thank <laughs> you.